Hey, pretty baby, are you ready for me? Yeah, it's a good rockin' daddy down from Tennessee Steve Earl I'm just that off from Baffle San Antonio With the radio blasting and the bird dog on Bird dog on Everybody, it's me and my boys got this trigger wound, and we're coming a thousand miles from a guitar town. We may not be in guitar town, but we are in Sykeston, Mo, Sykeston, Missouri, the Boot Heel Rodeo. Um, and since we're talking about guitar town, to start off, Rump Chat, Rump Chat, episode, episode four. four. Welcome back, everybody. I've had more people text, email, um, Snapchat message from last episode. Shaky Town is in Los Angeles. That was you. I, I don't know. You didn't know where it was either when I said, where I, is Shaky I know, Town? But we were informed. Yeah. So, Thank you for all the know-it-alls out there. Appreciate it. Yeah. is Los Angeles. Uh, however, Guitar Town, believe it or not, you know where Guitar Town is? Isn't it Austin, Texas? No. Try again. Fort Worth? No, it's actually in uh, Nickerson, Kansas. What? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I know that it's, that's not Guitar Town, but we are here in a wild, wild town. Wow. <laughs> I've been here. Um, well, let's back up a little bit. Last week, we were in Sydney, Iowa at the Sydney Championship Rodeo, the 96th year. It was awesome. And what... A cool place. Like, there is tradition uh, in Sydney. It's just amazing. They had the biggest parade. This is a town of less than 1,200 people that get around uh, seven to 8,000 people a night. It's like, and well, it's in yeah, a cornfield. On, on the weekend nights, we, we was great. It was, just want to thank everybody. It's my hometown, so it's near and dear to my heart, you know, and, um, you know, it's just, it was a great turnout on Saturday. They they started a bunch of new stuff. There's a lot more community involvement than there has been in the past, which is great. It was amazing. They had, uh, the parade this year was amazingly long. Like, it goes around the square in the middle of the town, and um, they had the biggest parade they've ever had, which was pretty awesome. And the downtown of Sydney, Iowa is just, well, let's put it this way, listeners, it's the tits. Ah. <laughs> it is. It is the tits. They got a. Uh, they re- redid one of the bar and grills, um, the Silver Spur. Yeah. And it was amazing. Went there and ate. And uh, just Casey's General Store is on the corner. <laughs> and it's, it's an older one, but I tell you what, the pizza's still oh. Breakfast pizza at Casey's. All right, people who, who, who aren't in the Midwest, Casey's General Store is has the pizza I would rather have Casey's Pizza over any pizza, Papa John's, uh, Pizza yeah. Hut, what a Domino's, anything like that level. I'm not talking gourmet, you know, restaurant. Even a lot of them, I would. I'm telling you, Casey's Breakfast Pizza, even though it's six thousand calories per yeah. slice, is amazing. Um, Am I not right? No, it's. It's right, but here's for all of you guys that don't know, we have a lot of friends listening from other places. So Casey's uh, Gas Station and General Store is like the Bucky's of Iowa. Yeah. Would that be fair to say? The only thing you can't get in Casey's is like uh, mannequins and steer heads and uh, deer blinds and corn 
and the uh, bathrooms most, aren't clean. Some of them you can, I think. <laughs> you know, Bucky says they have the cleanest bathrooms in the world. Have you have you uh, ever been there to a Bucky's? Oh, are you kidding me? Bucky's, okay. We we need to put this in perspective. There are some nice Casey's, but Bucky's that's a whole different level. Uh, okay. I'm gonna disagree just a little bit. At Casey's, when you go into the bathroom, there's a dude waiting outside to clean your toilet when you're done. And he's happy about it. They have huge uh-huh. coffees. I, I meant to tell you about that. Uh, that's that's he that didn't guy, work there, yeah, did he? Yeah, that guy does not work there. <laughs> Damn um, you, Russell. Was his, his name was Russell. It doesn't matter, but um, <laughs> great week at Sydney. Is that? Yeah. Roger yeah. Mooney, um, if you recall a couple episodes ago, uh, talking about what rodeo announcers could you beat up. Roger Mooney was there and listened to the part about when I said I could beat him up. He didn't really call me out, but he wasn't super pumped about it. Uh, Got a text message from Jody Carper the other day. And uh, Zeke Thurston put a deal on Instagram with Bob Tallman talking about me fighting Bob. I never said I would fight Bob. Pull that up. Let's let's, uh, get that because the funny thing is that you didn't say you'd fight Bob. I'm actually the one who... Said I'd fight Bob. I know I would not. I was just picking old announcers that I could beat up, minus Andy Siler. Yeah, you. But he's really small. Yeah. I don't know if I can pull it up, but it doesn't matter. I mean, it was on my IG account. Pull it up. Hold on. Let me get my iPhone four out and get it rocking real quick. Rump has an iPhone four, not a four S, an iPhone four with a cracked screen. This is the worst iPhone I've ever seen. It's a great iPhone. Works good. I had this iPhone in junior high. I can call your mom on it. (laughs) I literally can't because I got a number before I left on Sunday. Uh, Did you? Yeah. Uh, Did ya? The landline? Oh, see, it's not loading. Okay. Whatever. But we are at that time of the year. First of August. Um, Like I said, great to be in Sykeston. You hear stories of different rodeos, like... You go different places, and each rodeo, I feel, has, like, a, like its vibe, right? Like, Sydney's, like, the hometown reunion rodeo. Yeah. Um, rodeos in the Northwest are kind of wild, maybe touristy rodeos. You got your California rodeos that are afternoon perfs that, you know, do this and that. You know, you go down to Florida. Um, just every rodeo is a little bit different, but, like, I've heard for years about Sykeston, Missouri, and I don't know how uh, I didn't. I've never been here. I can't yeah. figure. In all the years, in my some years old as I am, uh, <laughs> thirty-eight, I, whatever, thirty-eight-ish. I don't know how I've never been to this roadie because everybody talks about Sykeston, boys, Sykeston, this, Sykeston, that. So I got here today, and. Wow. This rodeo, the vibe for this rodeo would be rock you like a hurricane, I would say. Big time. Because these dudes here on the Sykeston Rodeo Committee, um, they want to put on a good rodeo. They have a concert every day, and they are full of energy. I mean, like nothing I've ever seen. Uh, Yeah. Tonight, uh, they had a pre-rodeo party in the arena, and it wasn't really like a pre-rodeo party. It was like backstage with Motley Crue. Yeah, they, <laughs> um, 
This is a, a, a cat of a different breed here. Definitely. Um, the committee, most of them are mid to low 30s. Yeah. On the committee. And then they have actually, I don't know, I guess you'd call them committee guys. I call them volunteers. Whatever. Yeah, they're, they're all volunteers. They're all volunteers. But anyway, but they're all in their 20s. So this is a very, because here they actually rotate committee chairs. Yeah, every year. Every year. So the turnover is very fast. So you have a chair and a vice chair. So it happens very quickly. And uh, it keeps everybody pretty young. Like most guys, most rodeos. And on that note, I just want to say out there for, I don't know if any committee guys are listening or anything, but let me tell you, as a person who rodeos and goes, you know, does this for a living, when you pull up, if you, even if you've had to deal with a lot of stuff, like most of you do, your phone never stops ringing from six weeks out from the rodeo till six weeks after. Okay. But what I can't stand is when I bring in a good positive attitude and I'm excited to be at the rodeo I'm going to and I pull in and see a committee guy and, man, hey, how you doing, man? It's great to be here. How you doing? Well, I'll be better at 10.30 on Saturday night when this is over. <laughs> Boy, that is... Debbie Downer. Yeah, it sucks. So, you know what? (laughs) But then they, you know, they keep coming back. It's like, if it's so miserable, don't do it. But there's not those people here. No. No. This, this was literally. (laughs) They are turned down for what? Yeah, it is, it is, it is, it is this. I mean, you get here and it's. Ladies and gentlemen of Pro Rodeo, welcome to the boot hill of Missouri. We're going to drink some beer and smoke some cigarettes. Who's ready to rock for seven days in a row, even though it's a four-part rodeo? Oh, yeah! Oh, my God. That, that's what it is. That should be the theme song of this rodeo committee right here. It is full throttle. 100% go. Um, when I seen those guys driving those golf carts, not like a golf cart like you would golf with, but one of those like jacked up golf carts with the big tires, um, they had them uh, rigged up where they could go like 50. And they, they well, were, they take all the governors off of their own, and then they have these little white trucks. Those are, they, yeah, they're, they're little, they dri- Japanese. little Japanese trucks that you drive on the right side. And they had them last year, and they were manuals. And I'm very, very surprised that they let them have them back. And they made them easier to drive yeah. and gave them automatics. Two of those <laughs> trucks went to a farm with other trucks that um, to the, play where, for Where your dog eternity. goes when you haven't seen him for a few days, the happy farm. You know what's crazy? Those trucks are supposed to be those little Japanese trucks. They're supposed to be undestructible and i don't know how you could bend a frame in a v um by simply hitting the brakes on a empty golf course in the middle of the night <laughs> but stranger things that? have happened uh, actually uh that's i 
a it's not a golf course. Yeah, it's whatever. It is uh, up for sale. It's a walking path. It's a walking path, and we did not go no. 38 miles an hour on a cart path in one of those trucks. It doesn't matter. MPHs don't matter at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's not 11.25 right. p.m. Um, also, last <laughs> week, Dodge City came to a conclusion. Yeah. Phillipsburg. Um, what else? And 33 week? other rodeos. Yeah, Preston, is, Idaho. I, I, I Again, and um, I'm going to call Nathan. I need to call Nathan the PRCA. Right. Golden Hall. He is awesome. Yeah, great guy. And um, I want to get the info because I'm pretty sure there's last week might be the busiest week in rodeo. Oh, well, I mean, oh, Castle 30, Rock? 33 rodeos. 33 rodeos in one week. 33. And I was very proud of Sydney. And Sydney's not the biggest rodeo and, uh, you know, doesn't have the most money. And it's hard to get to. But they had great entries. And I think it's guys want to come but you know they're working to make it better they charge for parking this year yeah to help compensate um you know they added money to get it up in all the events and everything and which which was uh it was a success you know you're going to get some backlash anytime there's change i mean yeah. i remember i was i was around where, where rodeo still had bands clavos yeah. new mexico my first rodeo had uh, a high school band that did the timed events, and I did the rough stock. I, I, wish, I wish some rodeos would bring back the band for and one I'm night. Totally, just like, and like just like yeah. a retro night. Um, remember Jasper, Texas? They had a band. My well, they dad. Had like, they had like a rock band. They had like a uh, cover band. I'm talking about a brass, yeah, high school band. Like Camp Town Ladies, sing yeah. that song, dude. Uh, during the bell race. You don't have Camp Town Ladies, do you? I don't. Um, Rumford Rodeo. Oh, yes. How about it for the young man from Idaho scoring a 85 points? If you like it, sing On a totally unrelated note, I played the trombone in Fairfield High School band. Pretty good. <laughs> you know what's funny? And honestly, swear. You don't have to swear. I'll believe you. I also played the trombone. I'll bet it. <laughs> we should find a pawn shop and buy two trombones, <laughs> and I will trombone your ass out of this state. I'm sure you would, there, pipe player. I wasn't. It's not a pipe. It's a trombone. Here's a couple of people through history have played the trombone. John F. Kennedy. Um, Vince Neal played it. Jim <laughs> you're, Morrison. You're no, so full of shit. No. Benny Butler played it in high school. He would. Dave Moorhead played a, a, a trumpet. And uh, We're not talking about trumpet. We're talking about trombone. I know, but it's the Dave same Moorhead thing. played... I'm going to call Dave. Don't you... If it no, was 1130 at night, I would call Did it? It's, it's the same... It's not a woodwind. It's a, uh, a the trumpet's almost like a, it's a brass. It's a brass. Thank you, Jacob Moorhead, studio our audience studio over audience. here. Jacob Moorhead, Rain Rodeo. We love him. If you he's can, our neighbor, if you can play he's got a trumpet, Bobby Sue with him. If you can play Bobby a trumpet, Sue is laid you can play. out, passed out on our couch. That dog is so excited to hear us. It's sleeping like a baby. Yeah. Um. Anyhow, bands. <laughs> So it'd be cool. Well, what for I'm just saying one is, night. and I've even tried this at Sydney. 
it wasn't so much that uh, the band didn't fire. It, uh, you know, they didn't want to make a change from the band. The band, it was high school. It was high school kids. They're, the, Were they good? Because eh. like they how, played the same song, yeah, for Rough Stock and the same song for Time Event. If you got two hours and twenty minutes of rodeo, that'd be pretty hard for a high school band to well, rock. Well, what happened is they'd rotate and all this stuff, but and they'd even sell cokes and popcorn back in the day. But th- then the band lost interest. Kids don't want to work for things anymore. Well, uh, in their defense, if it's uh, a rodeo the first week of August. I'm not going to want to sit there and play my clarinet for two hours. This is what to leave the grand entry with, which I play this to start the rodeo with. The Washington Post. Does this have words to it? No. I'm going to put words to it. Welcome to the rodeo tonight. The clown is funny as shit. That's it. <laughs> Something like that. That don't have to be the words. Every- you're, that was but like, if you're hot, if not like looks, but like seriously, if it's a hot day and uh, it'd be it hard doesn't to- matter. It's convenient. It used to be an excitement for those kids to do that, and but it's just like, and it's not just Sydney. It's everywhere that this interest drops off. They don't want to work. I remember I've heard stories of peop- of parents having to wash. The, they used to wear red shirts and white jeans. And uh, they yep. used, to, used to wash those white jeans like the, in between yeah. performances. Yeah, I can see Because they would get dirty. Uh, the clowns, Leon Coffee and all them, used to mess with them, you know, and get them dirty. And they may throw mud at them if it was they dirty. They would throw mud at the band? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was. They used to baby powder. They, you know, they'd walk up behind them and baby powder the butts of the, of the, <laughs> like the drum corps of the guys. Actually, that's pretty good. Yeah, it was great. But and I've even offered if if the uh, here on public forum right now. Okay, be careful, if Sydney. Be careful, if there, Sydney's big boy. band. Would I would love for them to lead the grand entry. That would be pretty cool. Maybe for the hundredth. If the Sydney High School marching band right wants to lead the grand entry, I am please and it, I everybody would be for that. I think that would be absolutely awesome to have the throw to go back to what you're saying a throwback. Yeah, I think it would be great. But if they can get the kids to do it, to commit to it, and do it, and do it right, I'm all for it. I wonder how many kids it would take in the band to do that. I don't know. See, in Southwest Iowa, and this is another thing. Like, like how, there's many, so how many, many kids s- are the band in Like, Sydney. Sydney and Hamburg are together now because, like, Farragut, their school is gone. And I'm pretty sure, like, Malvern, all these schools are now, these high schools are closing that used to have high schools. When I was in high school, what, 15 yeah. years ago? God, maybe a little more. Yeah. Um, maybe 20. Doesn't matter. <coughs> Excuse me. But they just don't have the involvement. I mean, that's um, just the way it is. Besides bands, my dad had a organ player. Organ. Marilyn Roth. She used to back up to the fence. Yeah, with her truck and had speakers on a topper. And on the side of the topper, it said, music designed with rodeo in mind. And she played the organ the whole rodeo. I, I don't know if she's still alive, but you remember organists? Um. Oh yeah. I wonder but, if there's any out there still. I mean, obviously, I think probably. Oh, we're going to the fighting bowl on a Friday night. <laughs> Here's Kevin Rich from Colorado to fight the stag from the Rumford Rodeo Company called IBM. 
Oh, no! All he's going to take home is what you care to give him tonight. Turn it down, Marilyn. I think that's polka, actually. That's organ music to polka. Roll out the barrel. That makes me think of Liesl Harris. <laughs> it does. Whoop your fastball. I seen your fastball. Whoop, whoop your fastball in here. It be, it be here next Tuesday. I seen your fastball. Oh, my God. Uh, comment on the uh, Instagram page if you'd like to have a retro night somewhere with a band and or organist. And everybody dress old school. That'd be so cool. Polyester and... Do you know, I think they're going to do that, not music-wise, but they are going to have a retro night at the NFR. I think it'd be awesome. Where they encourage the crowd to dress retro, and I think pretty sure the contestants are, too. Man. So I think that's going to be new this year. It, I, I don't know. I may or may not have some inside information. Kind of um, know some people in that uh, area. I don't know. Don't. It's not the Bible. Okay. So don't uh, yeah. mark it down. But real quick. Rodeo contestants at the NFR that you wouldn't even know it was retro night. Number one, Tilden Hooper. He he looks retro with his long, flowing, beautiful hair. He wears either a purple or it's white shirt. Purple. Yeah. Every perf. But he looks retro. Uh, Joe uh, Frost. Joe Frost. And, He's still wearing you know, jeans from and the if, 80s. Yeah, and if Lon Danley makes it, I mean, you'll never know. Lon is a 68-year-old man trapped in a 24-year-old's body. Lon Danley looks like every extra in the movie Urban Cowboy. <laughs> and even talks, I can tell you, Sissy, I apologize, clear back, first time I hit you. <laughs> that is a great movie. <laughs> um, who uh, else? Retro. Retro at the NFR. Hey, uh... I don't know if they'll make the NFR, but uh, probably Hunter Cure, who is a huge turnout Tina. Turnout Tina. Tina. Huge turnout Tina. Had ringworm. Turned out of Sydney because he had ringworm. Um, Sends me a picture of him and his wife on the back porch having a drink because he was sick and had ringworm. That sucks for me because... Turnout Tina. He's one of my favorite steer wrestlers, and I'm thinking if Hunter Cure turns out, it's because his femur got broke trying to save a kitten from an alligator. Yeah. And he's like, I couldn't come because I had ringworm. And truthfully, I didn't know what ringworm was. <laughs> I thought <laughs> it doesn't matter what I thought. You want to hear a true story? This is absolutely a true story. Is it about ringworm? Yep. Because I'm not sure I want to hear it. In junior high. <laughs> oh, God. I... Was on the wrestling team. Oh, no. You can get ringworm from wrestling? Yes. Oh, gross. And I almost had to wrestle a girl. Her name was Missy. And we actually high school rodeo together. Great story so far. I'm really and enjoying it. I was pretty sure she could beat me because I was a terrible wrestler and I looked even worse in a singlet. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. And I almost had to wrestle her. Why would you but, have to wrestle? I don't understand Because wrestling. she went out for junior high wrestling. She was in a wrestling And team. she had ringworm. And I didn't have to wrestle her because she had ringworm. Um, uh, that's a true story. That's a great story. That's true. Man. Yeah, I do have time to tell it again. Should we pause so everybody can finish laughing about your awesome ringworm story? 
when I was younger, I seriously thought because of my stupid Uncle Tommy who fed me full of lies. You just uh, you, he you said just, you said Uncle Tommy, so you owe him four hundred dollars now. Uh, Uncle Tommy said ringworm was when you had a ring around your worm, and by worm he meant your wiener. Like he said that you can get it from cats. You can. <laughs> well, I he mean, might have got hit rubbing a cat on your wiener. Like, does the is it like farting on a pillow to get pink eye? Like, I don't. I guess <laughs> medically, um, I don't know. How did Hunter get ringworm on his hand? Uh, you know, he's going with. Blake Mendeman and Jacob Elder. I don't know. <laughs> you know you're rodeoing hard when you get ringworm from a living quarters trailer <sighs> with no cats. Well, speaking of hitting sissy. Oh, bud. I got to have a refill. All right, break number one rump chat. Well, I spent a lifetime. Looking for you Single bars and good time lovers Never true Playing a fool's game Hoping to win And telling those sweet lies And losing again I was looking for in Iowa, where the cowboys like to ride, uh, nestled in the bright green hills on the western side, uh, across the wide Missouri and the valley oh so green, What? there you'll find the prettiest little town you've ever seen, they call it Sydney. Sydney, I hear you calling, tall corn waving in the wind, Sydney, I think I'm falling, falling in love with you again. You just had to do that, didn't I you? I had to do I'm sorry. I missed that last week. And uh, Kyle Whitaker, who's like won the Linderman Award like uh, 62 lot. times. More than actually Bill Linderman. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. You should hope that Kyle don't beat you up. Uh, Kyle's a husker and tackles like crap. So. Oh. Uh, one other uh, Sydney story I forgot to tell. I went to the Legion Club in Sydney only one night. I was wearing a white real screen video t-shirt. Which, uh, the seven of you listening, uh, he is now wearing a gray real screen video. Um, Rick Slee, who owns real screen video, told me I could have a free t-shirt a couple years ago. And I said, how many can I have? And he said, take all you like. So I went into his trailer before the rodeo. And I took a box containing 80 real screen video t-shirts. And I've been wearing real screen video t-shirts and Austin, Rodeo Austin shorts, what, for the past about eight years? Uh, well, no, now that uh, you have uh, oh, yeah. your own garb. Well, yeah, but, you know, for a long time, that's what it was. But, you know, we got Boyd Gaming uh, yeah. t-shirts in the back. Um, 
We got our board gaming t-shirts in Board the gaming, which if you want NFR packages, um, might I suggest going to boardgaming.com backslash events. Yes. Uh, there's ticket and room packages. Yes. And uh, check it all out. And you can uh, actually go to Realms Rodeo Party. Anywho. What is Realms Rodeo Party? Oh, what? I don't, you don't know, know about, about it. What is that? It's a really interesting party that starts daily during the NFR at 6 o'clock, goes to the end of the rodeo, and then after we move down to the lounge area for Rump's Buck and Bash with bands, beers, babes, and brews. It's the tits. It's the hashtag. It's the summer. It's the winter run tits. Ah, It's a different set of tits, really, to me. Um, so anyhow, I had my real screen video t-shirt on, and... Um, my friend wanted me to lay on the bar cause he wanted somebody to do a body shot out of my belly button because we did that one time and I, it was my bachelor week. Yeah. And so they're like, Hey, Rump, take your shirt off. Uh, it was I actually tried to a guy do a shot of whiskey out of Rump's belly button through a pool noodle. Yeah. And cause he didn't want to touch the button my, of belly. <laughs> my dad, after a perf, by the way. Which God knows how long it's been since he showered. Well, and my I, dad it was says, hot. My dad says, "Shit, son, that's a two-shot navel." Yeah, you can get a lot of <laughs> you can get a lot of whiskey if you're gonna do a belly shot out of my belly button. It's gonna take a lot. And I said no. I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm a grown man, and I'm kind of over the belly shot thing. They ripped my real screen video T-shirt off. So there I am standing at the Legion Club, no shirt, and one of the best people I've ever met in rodeo, Jimmy Lee. Literally gave me the shirt Jim, off his Jim. back. However, the shirt off his back is a medium. <laughs> I'm rocking the two X. No, it's a medium. I was fat guy in a little. I was actually worse than fat guy in a little coat. I couldn't even. I couldn't even button it. Like my buttons were so far apart, they had to send letters to each other if they wanted to talk. That's. What was the? Uh, well, first off, but that I didn't was do the it. Dumbest. That was. A, it was stupid. No, it was but I, I ran out of the Legion Club, and everyone's like, where'd you go, Rump? I'm like, I was in a bar with no shirt. I'm not going to stick around. Which is great, because you have to pass. At the Legion Club in Sydney, you have to pass the, what we call the Lawn Lounge. Yeah. Which is all committee guys on the back of their tailgates. I had to walk by your and mom family. and dad with yeah. no shirt on at which 1 o'clock in the morning. I don't know. We may or may not post this on uh, Rump Chat Instagram. No, we're not. We're not. Remember when you no pictures pulled your pants down in front of my mom last year during? No, I didn't. Did I? Yeah. It's probably for a good reason. Uh, yeah. Anyhow, I, I, so, I don't know, but you showed my mom your butt cheeks. Did she ask to see him? Might have. I, I can't I remember. The, you know what? Let's call Susan. No. You know when you uh, got the buns like I do, put them on display. Like a fat magic mic. <laughs> so you are definitely we had a fat um, magic mic. <laughs> I am. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, put your drinks down and your hands together for the next dancer of the night from Abbeville, Kansas. Rump shaker. Oh, girl, <laughs> I would never do that unless the price was right. <laughs> Is there a? Uh, Have you ever been to the strip club in Hamburg, Iowa? No, it's flooded now, but uh, it was, was Shotgun Genies. Man, that center like of a- performing arts sounds classy. Wow, the 
more you know. It was terrible. It took my wife there the first time she came back to Iowa. Did you really? Why? First and only strip club she's ever been. No, I wouldn't take her in the Spearmint Rhino in Vegas. Or uh, what was it in New York, the 20 or something like that, 20 club? Something high rolling. I don't know. I had to take her to Shotgun Genius. Was Genie there? (laughs) Don't rub the lamp. (laughs) Um, Oh, nasty. Let's let's move on. All right, sorry. God, that got weird. Strip clubs in Hamburg, Iowa. (laughs) Speaking of weird things... Tonight we bring on our guest, our very first guest. The very first guest in the history of Rump Chat. Can we have a little build-up for this guy? Oh, okay. Here we go. Um, Build-up song. Build-up for him? Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Let's go to one of the hottest dudes in bullfighters only. His hair is long. His wiener is short. He's a tall, skinny guy that drives a van. From Apache, Oklahoma, the original hippie. How about it for the Justin Josie? What's going on? He's an old oh, Josie. Well, yeah. how, do, how does it? Oh, let's listen to this. Let's hear it. He's an old hippie. He drives a van. Tell me, brothers. Should he grab onto the old? Should he hang on to the new? <laughs> What are you going to do, Josie? Hang on to the old or grab on to the new? Uh, I like to think that I'm in the middle and then just stick into both of it and then just riding these tracks as far as he'll take me. So, <laughs> Okay, so for all... <laughs> that's a Josie answer. <laughs> Everyone listening is now dumber for that reply. Yeah. May God have mercy on your souls. Uh, for you guys that don't know Josie, um, anybody that's watched the BFO, or, or if you haven't, get, go to bullfightersonly.com. Uh, with all the new guys wearing the jerseys and the ball caps and no face paint and, uh, you know, the the new generation, Justin Josie is that guy who's rocking the yellow hat, full face paint, crazy socks. He looks like um, he could have fought bulls for Lon Danley in 72. It's dipshit the rodeo clown. I have him in my phone as Dipshit the Rodeo Clown, but he is a good friend of mine and uh, just came off a really good three rounds of BFO in Sydney, Iowa. Yeah. Um, uh, it was good. Just a touch of old school here. Me and Lon Danley can market a bull riding where it's just old school and everybody dresses up. We may start that here in Sykeston. Who knows? Well, yeah. <laughs> but, but talk about your style. Like, Yeah, like what, it's just it's just old school. It's cool. It's what they used to do back in the day. Like I used to get it from Skipper Voss, and I copied my makeup from John Brogan and copied the rest of it kind of from Skipper, the hat, and the rest of it. But it's just what it is, and it's respect to the paying tribute to the odes. You know what I love the most, though, at Sydney? There's an old, old man by the outgate that's probably been there for 50 years. Josie's got on his yellow hat. And you know how, like, every bullfighter, if you watch the Wrangler bullfights uh, from the 80s, every clown uh, in the deal had, had a wig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody had a wig, so this old man sees Josie. Josie, for y'all that don't know Josie, I'm going to try to describe him. Okay. We'll have a picture on uh, social media He's, and our Facebook page that's going to get up this week. Yeah. As soon as Rump gets it. I'm going to get on that. But Josie's like a tall, skinny. Uh, he looks like a surfer. He's got this curly hair. Uh, <laughs> okay, picture like a 14-year-old girl with no boobs. Okay? There's Josie. But He's, taller. But taller. 
and better looking. Um, and much better and looking. Less, and less hair on, on her legs. Yeah, you don't have a lot of leg hair. That's a whole other story. But It grows in in patches. Look the, at it. This old man is the Sydney, weirdest hair leg ever. He says, when Josie comes out it's to the arena. what they call unique. It's art. <laughs> he uh, says, it is so good to see one of the rodeo clowns still wearing a wig. He's talking about Some Josie's. Some old guy said that? The guy that stands over by the gate where the inner tube is. The old, old guy by the oh, gate okay. in the corner where you warm up. It doesn't matter. Most people won't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, if you ever go to Sydney, well, you might want to know. <laughs> now you know. Um, you know, you it's know. also almost nice wearing all the shit. All the, can I say shit? Yeah, you yeah, can say, you shit. say shit. All right, yeah. shit's fine. Yeah, it's good. Right, so all the shit that I wear, it's almost nice because it's like I'm a fictional game character where I just show up, fight bulls, and then I go take my makeup <laughs> off, and then I bounce. And Well, the funny thing is... It's, like, most it's, like, uh, it's yeah. like Truck and Clark Kent going into the <laughs> phone booth and coming out without his glasses that on. Is, that is true because you would never know who Josie was outside the arena because... No. At... When we were at the steakhouse in Sydney, Josie comes riding down the street on a bicycle that he borrowed from Webster with a pair of Not Jesus my sandals on. My bike on. got stolen in Lewiston, just so everybody knows. If you see a red bike, it's what, mine. What kind of bike was it? <laughs> a was Marlin it, Trek 5. Was it swing line? Or a Trek Marlin 5. I'm not it, too sure. It's been a while. Did they bring it back? <laughs> Someone stole my stapler? Yeah, uh, exactly. So the bike the best, costs more than your van, dude. Yeah, but the best thing about him... More or less, but not anymore. ...is that when he walks to the arena, guys look at him like, who let this dipshit in here that don't know who he is? Because he's in this floppy yellow mustard he hauls, hat. He hauls the hat in his, like, gym tie-dye, bag. He's got, you know, the tie-dye uh, tights on, and it looks like... The guy that walks through the parade that's not a rodeo clown, that's the accountant in town. His name but is wants like to Jim's, be a part of the rodeo. It's like, oh, there's old yeah. Jim Jim Stevens, who's a teller at Bank of Oklahoma, who wants to be in the parade again. Oh, my God. Yeah, or amongst others. But I feel like now that Justin Josie is a staple of bull, bullfighters only, and a lot of kids now are starting to look up to him because, I mean, believe it or not, he's a bad you, cat. You know, you know what's cool? This morning... Uh, we stopped at my brother's place. He lives outside of Kansas City on the way down. And uh, we were talking. It was by chance. We were talking about how you have a ton of followers from Spain. And you went over to Spain. And we want. I want to get into more of this. But he's got a ton of followers and a bunch of guys over there now BFO t-shirts. Right. It was, It's cool shit. So like they they are huge BFO fans. A lot of the BFO fans are from Spain, but yeah, but yeah Spain tell digs us, it. Spain's so tell, all about it. T- I want to uh, I want to get into that, but I want to hear tell how he got in. What's the backstory? Okay, on Justin Take off. Josie. Go with it. And, but I want you to intervene if I am telling the story wrong. If um, he's what we call rumping the story. Yeah, I want anything to be said for the next about 20 minutes or however long we're here to not intervene with my political career if that ever takes uh, no, off. It, so, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, go. Like I think I said, you're safe. <laughs> Justin Josie's one of the coolest dudes I've ever been around. I mean that. I'm not just saying that because he's sitting here and I make fun of him, call him dipshit, and make fun of him for not showering and, uh, you know, whatever. But so. When uh, Ash, did you shower today after your workout? I did. All right, cool. Good for you. Go ahead. Uh, when Ash and I first found out we were having triplets, I freaked out. Of course, um, that's kind of a pretty major 
uh, turning point in your life. And anybody that rodeos full time, especially like Ashley and I were rodeoing together. And she did so much to help drive and did the laundry and um, took care of all the taxes and booked plane tickets. Pretty much the only thing I had to do uh, was just go in the arena and tell jokes. And so I was, I had a full, full season. So they said she was going to have to stay home and uh, couldn't go rodeo. And I, I was freaking out. So I was talking to Maury Tate and he's like, Hey, if you need somebody to go with you, I got a guy that just graduated high school in Apache. Uh, he'll go with you and help drive and, and um, help you with your clown acts and just do whatever you need. If that would make it easier on you, I'm like, sure, that'd be great. So he said his name is Justin Josie. He's never been to a rodeo. And he's kind of got long hair, but he's a pretty good kid. So, so far I'm right. Right, Josie? Yeah, pretty much. So here's what happened. Maury called me and he's like, it wasn't even Maury. It was Nikki and Sydney, his daughter and wife. They called me and they're like, hey, you want to come meet my dad at the rodeo grounds in Apache? And I'm like, yeah, whatever. So I go and see him. I jump in his truck. I talk to him. More or less, he tells me that I got to get get on the road and go meet Rump and then start helping him out wherever he's at. And so, yeah. So I'm like, oh crap, this is great. I'm like, I'm gonna have somebody come help me. This is gonna be a good deal. I got got this young kid from Oklahoma is gonna help me. Well, so uh, Maury gets him to Cody, Wyoming. So I go to the night rodeo. And I'm going to meet him, and we're going to go to the college finals for his first rodeo. And remember, he's never seen a rodeo performance. Um, so I pull up there with my pickup, and I see this kid in the tax shed with long, long hair. And he's wearing a headband and a tank top and sweats. And I'm like, for the love of God, please do not let this be the kid. Because no offense, but you look like a pretty huge doucher. Yeah, yeah, and I've hardly ever worn jeans up to that point in my life, and I still never have. Never worn boots. Not a cowboy by any means, no. but here I was rodeoing. So, so I thought, I thought I'm gonna call, and if this dude pulls his phone out, I'll just leave the arena. And so I pull out my phone, and I call Justin Josie, and the skinny doucher-looking little bitty 18 Yeah, boy right here <laughs> he picks up the phone and he goes hey boss he say hey that's boss he said hey boss i was like ah oh, shit so then i call maury and i'm like dude i can't take this dude with me and he's like no no he'll be no he was like oh yeah yeah he'll be fine and so uh i loaded up josie the next day and uh i drank about 16 Straight beers the college finals Drank about 16 beers and, and said, all right, you're up. Give him the keys to the truck. And he drove to the college national finals. And we've been good friends ever since. And uh, Played security guard there at the yeah. college finals. So Josie, when he starts going to these rodeos, like I said, never been to a rodeo. He starts watching the events. And he's helping with clown acts and he's helping drive. And, you know, he's a pretty good, pretty good sport because, like, I went to Dollar Tree where everything's a dollar. And bought like seventy six dollars. I was just playing along with Ron. Not every day by day. Whatever was going on, dollar. I didn't have a clue, and that's still up to this point in my life. That's still what's going on. Yeah. I didn't have a clue. I'm just playing it day by day. No, but he and was... me and Rump were just at it from the college finals, acting like a college kid at the sneak into the beacon. 
Yeah. Everywhere. I made Just going after. I it. made Josie. Uh, I went and bought a used tuxedo, and and made him slick back his hair and wear sunglasses. And he would take me to the Beacon Club, and then I'd be sitting in the back seat, and he'd pull up in I'd front, get out, get, open the door for him, let him out. <laughs> he'd go do his business. I'd show up at two or whenever he called me. And then we went on with our thing. They're like, man, is that your driver? I'm like, yeah, driver slash yeah, security guard. No big deal. He's <laughs> yeah. kind of a big deal, too. But so He started watching these different rodeo events. And so at Thermopolis, Wyoming, he comes up to me and he goes, you know, uh, working for you is cool, but I kind of want to be in the rodeo. And I'm like, uh, you look like too much of a pussy to be in a rodeo. No offense, because I yeah, know you're not yeah, now. Yeah. But he's like, no, I kind of want to ride bareback horses. And Which like, I did ride bareback horses, two of them. So. <laughs> but not at the time. <laughs> yeah, I, but I not. said, I said, absolutely, you're not. And I love, bareback riding's one of my favorite events, okay? But I didn't want my driver, and I had to talk to, off in the bareback I had to riding. talk to Josie's mom and tell her that I was going to take care of her baby boy. And so I did not want him getting on bareback horses. Yeah. Because he was, like, trying to borrow a rigging from that real old... I didn't know. We went to a bullfight, too, at the Greeley Stampede, where I was just like, I don't know why I'm not entering this. Yeah. And I should be entering this, because I could probably... And you never good. fought a bull. I'd never fought a bull up to this point. But this was... I don't know. It was Lloyd Ketchum, Lance Britton, and Wasey Munsell yeah. fighting bulls at the Greeley Stampede in 2013. Yeah. And that was, I guess, the last year that they did it. But I went and watched a bullfight where Nate Justice won. We, wa- we went and to Evan Aller jumped over some freaking. Yeah, it was know, a Kevin he skyrocketed Rich's- the moon and then fought Target Sherwood's bull too. <laughs> <laughs> Name drop. Sorry, Target Sherwood. He, uh, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Here's the but deal. So he went. Yeah. After that, I wanted to be in that bullfight so bad, it was crazy. He did, and he's like, man, you should let me in, Mike. You don't know anything about fighting bulls. I said, all right. <laughs> Shut up, Justin. I was like, here's what we're going to yeah. do. Um, I'm going to finish this six-pack, and you're going to drive me to Cody. He's like, all right, cool. So we drive to Cody the next day, and I was like, all right, you want to fight bulls? Let's fight some bulls. So we give him some equipment, and uh, Tuckness and a couple other guys kind of. Okay. Hit- Tuck I'm going to stop this right now because I guarantee I know this son of a gun. gun. He wanted to put you in that stuff. He wanted you to get the shit hooked out of I you. I did. Oh, yeah. For we entertainment. Had an idea I told him. So I, I was going to work the barrel I, yeah, I just want everybody to know that. first bullfight that I ever went to. Like, I don't know, maybe two weeks after I'd seen a rodeo. I, yeah. yeah, this wasn't because <laughs> he wanted to help open? a young guy get started. He was doing this for his own pleasure. No, I wasn't. And here's the deal. Liar. No, I swear. Liar. I, I was swear. just some random guy who showed up and he was like, hey, he may have an outfit in this. I was like, I this like is this what guy. I thought, Josie. This is what I thought. I thought I'm going to teach him a lesson about rodeoing because I wanted him to get hooked. Oh, so, don't open your mouth. No, I wanted him to get ran over so he would give up bullfighting and concentrate on driving me from rodeo to rodeo. Liar. <laughs> so. <laughs> Well, that might be true, actually. <laughs> I told him before. I said, he was getting ready in the back of my camper. And, I know uh, how you pay, though. No, I didn't pay worth of crap. Yeah. Just like work for Mo Betta. Brats and hot dogs, baby. Brats and oh, hot dogs. Oh, and uh, those raviolis from the Dollar Tree. 
I never got yeah, and the ravioli's from the Dollar Tree, which I recommend you just go spend the extra. Did you ever go to the spaghetti feed that you had to pay twenty dollars for? What? That's a whole other story. Let me finish. So at Maury's house. Oh no! Did you get free spaghetti at Maury's? If you went over to Maury's, did you have to pay for your meal? No. You never did. <laughs> I never the, had to pay. Rump. But I've also never... <laughs> Rump was yeah. the only one that had to pay for his meal. God, sucks to be a fat guy. But so when he sucks was when he was getting ready in the back of my trailer, <laughs> like I was not being encouraging. Uh, his very first night out in bullfighting, I was like, man, it's going to sure sure hurt when you get hooked. And he's like, oh, it'll probably be fine. I'm like, I don't know. A lot of... A lot of young people die from bull injuries. And, you I don't know, even remember this night. I was more or less crapping my pants after they actually let me do it. I was like, yeah. Yeah, so I go, you're not really going to do it, are you? He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, man, that sucks. I remember the last two guys that worked for me that got killed fighting bulls because <laughs> I was trying to scare him out of it. Oh, and you were gullible enough to believe every word that came no, out of he his just mouth. No, he just kept most stretching. most of it's horseshit. He kept stretching. Then he goes into the arena and... We had Chad, uh, was it Chad Burger's bulls, the young ones? Probably. We had these mean young bulls, and the very first guy out comes off, and this bull kind of, he kind of makes a pass. And so uh, the second bull, he kind of makes a pass, and the third bull goes out in the arena. We said, go to him. And this bull come running, and I was thinking, how am I going to tell his mother what happened? Because <laughs> this bull comes smoking, and he made a round. He made a full round on a burger bull, like a big brindle, mean hooking son of a bitch. And I'm like, damn, you know. So the next day, I was like, we need to get him hooked so uh, he can get out of this bullfighter deal. And the next day, about the fourth bull out, he tried to fight, hooked him in the butt, threw him in the air. And I mean, hooked the shit out of him. And you know what he did? He jumped up off the ground and tried to jump him. And then that was it. A couple weeks later, he quit. <laughs> Went back to yeah. Cody and finished the summer out fighting bulls. Yeah, and then quit for nine months and then started Cody and then started going to bullfights. Well, didn't you uh, guide took, uh, river rafting trips? Yeah, I've guided river rafting trips. I've been a ski bum. I've been a full-time gypsy for about six years now. Didn't you go to Oregon and work road. on an organic yeah. farm? I have went to, it was Washington, Everett, Washington. I've worked on a... Gardening. I mean, been a gardener, worked on a farm, uh, just whatever, just gardening it around. Yeah, professional gardener at this point. What you grow? Anything? What kind of crops? <laughs> uh, the yeah, just herbs and veggies. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. call it what you want. Yeah, broccoli and whatever. <laughs> well, you I mean, look at I it. mean, it's potato, potato. Yeah, potato, tomato, Mary tomato, Jean, tomato. marijuana, whatever. <laughs> Mary Jean's not my lover either. Oh. Okay, Rick James. Right. I thought that was Michael Jackson. Oh, well, that's that's you. It's not Mary Jane. You've complicated two things that are great. That's Billy Jean. <laughs> oh, that's Billy Jean. <laughs> not right. Billy Jane. <laughs> so, and uh, one one thing oh, we're gonna well, I, post. We, I gotta I gotta have a refill. Okay, we're coming back more with well, Justin Josie. Yeah, but I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm trying to find Billy Jean. Billy Jean. I thought it was Mary Jean. Mary Jean's my aunt from uh, Plevna, Kansas. Hold on. Mary Jean Schweitzer. Let me all this out. <laughs> there it is. Hold on. Here it is. Must be the season. Yeah. All right. Well, coming back. I need to uh, rump chat.
I need yeah. a refill. Coming back with more BFOs. Hippie Justin Josie. Because we've got a dead head with us. Upward. This old engine makes out it out to the time. far north. Yeah. We're back with BFO's star champion and uh, kind of a staple now with Bullfighters Only. Like I said earlier, if you haven't seen Bullfighters Only, check them out at bullfightersonly.com for some of the rankest freestyle videos. Uh, they're all over social media. At, yeah, at just add them on Instagram. Uh... It's out Facebook, there. it's just, yeah, yeah. everybody knows. Both Fighters Only is yeah, you're all the about it. tits. It's the tits. It's the tits. Hashtag, it's the tits. So you want to uh, tell us a little bit about, you, you went to uh, Spain. Yeah, I did. So how did that hook up? Uh, tell us, I mean, where did that start? Besides the obvious one to go over there and fight bulls. Yeah, it just kind of came. I was in Calgary last year, and I'd wanted... More or less, I was like, if I don't buy a ticket, then I'm never going to go. So I just had to buy a ticket, and I had to convince myself that I was going and had to put that thought out there and make it happen. So I kind of bought a ticket in Calgary, and then I just kind of Wait, hold on. You kind of bought a ticket? Yeah. So I had, a t- I had a ticket bought in Calgary of last year to go in March after San Antonio of this year. 2019 we're in. So I bought the ticket, and I just kind of started booking stuff all the way through. Well, anyway, we get there, and the first house that I ever rent anybody's, like, I rent a house, and the first guy that I rent it from owns a ranch over there, and he runs fighting bulls, and, like, highly respected, highly feared cattle, like the dude, the first guy that I ever rent a house from. So I go and meet him. Did he think you were a dipshit when he first saw you, or did he know that you... We're a great bull Yeah, fighter. did you have any I, any plan on doing anything with fighting bulls over there? Yeah, so I wanted to fight some stuff out in the streets and, like, kind of be in a different arena stuff. than a BFO arena and, like, millions of people, like, after you and hounding you and stuff like that. Like, it was just a relaxed environment where I only had to go in there and make one pass and then I got out. Well, anyway. Okay, hold on now. When you when you said make one pass, was that in the bull rings or... Was that like in the, the street bullfights that they do over there? This is both. So, like, they have audience participation what? where, dude, they'll fight cows in a plaza that seats 20,000 people and sell 15,000 tickets to come watch people fight cows. And there are 80 bullfighters in the arena. We have to get... Fighting uh, bulls. And they everybody over there in Spain is a bullfighter. They fought bulls before. They've ran in the streets. They've done it. Like, they know what's going on. They understand cattle. Well, and I don't mean this bad, but like the 
and I understand this culture because I went to, I've been to Spain and um, I've been to the bull rings of Venezuela. Um, yeah, with Bronk, right? Yeah, yeah, well, over there, Jerome Robinson and the the crew that went over there. So were uh, the, the like the locals when they saw this tall, skinny, long, blonde haired dude from Oklahoma? Did they kind of discount you when you got there? Yeah, so that there were about until you shredded was, that ass with moves. Oh, I just smacked that ass. One big little black bull stuck him in the dirt. You did. Here's the deal. So yeah, actually, I did stick my first bull ever there in the dirt, which is way cool because I was having so much hell all the time before it. So for like the first, it was like a four or five day festival, and for the first days there, I'm just about to get my ass kicked by all the locals like they don't want me in the arena they're throwing me out they're kicking me out they're not a fan of it they're over it they're just ready for me to but get nobody out. knew who you were nobody though, right? understood it nobody understood that i knew like what i know they thought you were just some dumb white tourist just over there. some american dumbass who's over here and he wants to this has been his lifelong dream to run with the bulls and this is like, he's not here to do anything except for just be a tourist, and then he's going to leave. So Because like, there probably is a lot of dipshit Americans that go over to Spain yeah, like and get the Pamplona, shit hooked out of like, them. Here's the thing, and Josh Norman's a great guy, but everybody has a dream, you know what I mean? He just kind of made it more famous for everybody. Like, he goes over there and jumps a bull. Like, how many people don't have the dream to go jump a bull? Or like, I don't have that dream. Yeah, I right, because you've already accomplished it, probably, haven't you? Yeah, but it'd be badass if you went out there. Hey, if, if, I, if, okay, if I could, it would if be If you went great. out there and jumped a bull rump chat, Instagram, Facebook, and everything would be exploding. Not Correct yeah, or incorrect? You know, the only thing I'm pretty sure would be exploding would be my guts through my And asshole. probably your knee. I know that. Yeah, and the minds yeah, of so, local rodeo historians. So, yeah. so you got these guys throwing you out of bull rings. Yeah, and like but did, the and old guys. You didn't guys even have a posse. Like, like, did you have like a group of friends that were like, Trying to vouch, like, hey, man, this guy's cool. He knows No, so the only guy that I knew over in Spain, I didn't even see him until pretty much. Here's I was sitting in the arena in the middle of town where I, my house was, like, maybe 50 yards from the arena in the middle of town where they built it there and brought the sand in with bobcats, and they made it. So the only guy that I know in all of Spain just starts walking through the middle of the plaza, and I see him, so I have to run out there and, like, start talking to him, and then he notices who I am, and he's like, oh, man. And then at that point on, it was just money. So everything that I went to, I started getting into bullfights for free. But also the day before that, I stepped around my first bull and I finally... So me stepping around my first bull over there was actually kind of crazy because I had to jump over the fence, like over the photographers, bail in over there, like push some people out of the way and then go stand out there and wait. Did they not know you were going to do it? Yeah, did they they not bring you in? No, they don't bring me. This is, they invite everybody. Like, they'll run so the bulls. So it's anybody in. can just. Anybody. What about insurance and shit? They don't, I don't know. They don't care. Spain pays for it. Spain has free insurance for everybody, including the tourists. And then, so, like, you have to be over 18 to fight bulls over there, and that's a law. So, oh, but, God. Wow. I swear, there was, like, 80 bullfighters in the arena. Like, fighting bulls. We're all just making one fake at a time, one quiebro. So that's one pretty break. easy, then. Just go out there. I mean, not saying that I could do it's it. It's not. It's it's different. So like these the are fresh bulls, do. so it's not like you have to worry about one cutting you off. You can stand out there and throw a cool fake and step through, and then you're cool. Yeah, like they they do it all so differently, but it's just the art. The art that they portray with their bull is way crazier than the art that we portray with our bull, even though it's like on the same realm sure. of level. You know what I mean? I don't like understand all, that. 
like those guys, they work off an inch. They get points on depending how close the bull's horn is to you, and if it rips your clothes as it passes you, it's not. It's not styling one up for 60 seconds and keeping them away from you for 60 seconds. It's trying to get one as close as you can to so you is, a bullfight. Okay, now, I really don't know, and I don't want to sound stupid, but are there, like, judges for the 80 bullfighters that are just busting one fake no, at a time? No, 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 no. So, like, this just, is just they like, just do it for fun. Yeah, like pure entertainment, come, right? Yeah, just pure entertainment. So, like, here's what happens is they'll come and build this plaza in the middle, and the town that I was in was Ciudad Rodrigo. It's in western Spain. But they come and build this plaza in the middle of town. Yeah. <laughs> You've been right. there. Um, I haven't. But, like, they come and build this plaza in the middle of town, and they'll bring the sand and everything. And then pretty much what you do is you pay $5 a, for a donation seat, and it just kind of donates into the carnival and just kind of helps the town. And it's just kind of like a tax, more or less. And then so all the fans come sit there, and then they just come and watch all the other bullfighters come fight. And, like, just the amount of people that show up and, like, the amount of bullfighters that are there in Spain and, like, everybody... Everybody fights bulls. Everybody does it in the streets. Even the girls, like the guys. It was crazy. So, like, all the rodeo guys know whenever you go to a bar and you're like, oh, yeah, I used to ride bulls. I got the buckle. I rodeoed. Yeah. That's exactly what it's like. I'm a bullfighter. Um, so, after you busted down a couple of the fighting bulls, like, did... Did anybody give you some street cred, or were they like, yeah, yeah so like they were this all long-haired douchebag like is kind of cool, or... And I don't mean that rude. No, no, absolutely. Like, they were all about it, and, like, they understood that I'm just another one of them, more or less, and they kind of accepted me as their own, and it was great. I, I think that's probably one of the wildest stories, because, like, you talk about getting out of your comfort zone. I was to- scared out of my mind to fight those big, untipped, sharp... They're like beef cattle. They're literally like 2,000-pound fighting bulls. But were they easier to fight than, like, a fighting bull over here in the States that's been fought a bunch? Once you got over your fears, yeah, they were... I what mean, did you wear? They were just a bull. I just like, wore... what did you wear? Did you wear a vest? I didn't wear a vest. I didn't wear nothing. I didn't even have a vest with me for those days. And Why I actually, in the hell would you I, go to Spain and not take a protect vest? I didn't even... I wasn't even thinking. And did then you here's take the condoms? Thing. No, I bought them while I was there. (laughs) What do you mean? You guys still haven't taken yours off? (laughs) All right, anyway, so I go over there, and then, so here's what ends up happening. Like, a week later, I get invited to go with Polka and fight bulls. Is that the the guy? Yeah, Polka's like a dude. Polka's the dude. So the videos of you fighting in that ring in Spain, like, just during the day, that was with a guy that kind of had the hookup. Uh, there was a, there was some more videos, so there was a couple of them. Me and Cuda Rodrigo, and like me and Valentia, and then me and Moncada, and stuff like that. And I have no clue who those people are. Yeah, sure. Yeah, well, I know they were exactly. they were towns. Oh, oh so Hambo, like, it's Moncada. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My he's bad. under my phone as yeah. Mike. Oh. <laughs> he's under my phone as Mike. But yeah, it was just kind of. So really how long cool. do you stay down there? Because this is all stuff. Even though me and your friends, I have no clue. I, st- I, I knew you went down there, but I didn't know. Uh, I stayed the- there for like 18 days in Spain total, maybe two weeks, a weekend. Yeah. And you've met some friends down there. And yeah. You- I, I love Spain. I'm ready to go back and experience it again. So uh, on your van, I don't know if you guys have ever seen 
His van, he's got a 86 Chevy van. He's got a 91. Oh, it's a 91. G20 Chevy Beauville, three-quarter ton. So he took uh, gutted the inside. He's put a bed in the back. It's got a TV and a window unit air conditioner. On the side of it is the coolest mural of Mexican or Spanish fighting bulls. Tell us about the mural on your van. And we're going to post a picture on Instagram at Rump Chat tomorrow morning. If uh, Or tomorrow morning, whatever day this is. If you want to see the van, you're going to have to check it out. Tell us about your van and your van mural. It's cool. I probably have one of the best vans I've seen ever in the history of van it's life. It's pretty badass. It's be- Who did that? Muck Rock. She's Muck. out of Venice, California. It's a she. She is, yeah. She's way rad. She does street art everywhere. But she's actually got a pretty funny brand. So if you ever get to see the van in person, you can see the... If you see the... Uh, tire the, the, cover. Yeah, the spare yeah. tire cover. Just know it's muck The best rock. thing is is uh, my my brother and his wife, they live, They got a great place outside of Kansas City. It's pretty nice. It's beautiful and... And you're pulling in. There's a big, nice house, and you know, and and trees and all this stuff. <laughs> here's this awesome van. van, and then here's a twenty thousand dollar van that I own right there. In twenty thousand, twenty thousand, really? Uh, in the really? grass there, twenty thousand. I mean, with photos that we could have taken on while it was on the grass, it maybe would have been twenty thousand. Yeah, and you, you yeah. kind of live in the van. I think and, you're adding a zero. <laughs> um, the, the coolest thing that I like about you in the van is that. You live in this van and you just cruise around. You don't, you're not worried about much. You just want to fight. And I admire that. Goals. Like, I have to know where I'm going, what I'm doing, where I'm staying months out. You, you're like a fart in the wind. Yeah. I don't, you well, get probably a feather in the wind. Well, I learned from a the goat year old. Blow wherever the wind blows. Up. I mean,. Whenever you learn to rodeo from J.R. Rump, it's kind of how you go along with it. That's and true. Yeah. If you learn how to rodeo from him. Josie and I used to just listen on repeat to Live for the Day uh, by the grassroots. sha na 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 live for today. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but that's cool. Like, yeah, so. you, your van is parked. You, there's all these $100,000 trailers and living quarters, campers, and then... And then your van's parked back there, but like that small window unit is awesome. Yeah. Oh, here's I mean, our tune, it's, Josie. It's everything that I need. When I think of all the worries that people seem to find, and how they're in a hurry to complicate their minds by chasing after money and dreams that can't come true, I'm glad that we are different. We've better things to do. Better those plan their future. I'm busy loving you. Everybody. One, two, three, four. Sha la 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 live for today. Josie, you are definitely living for today. Every day all day. Do you ever worry about anything? I gotta know that. It's pretty. It's a lot more important to just feel fulfilled after every day than it is to worry about the main picture of things. I guess so to say. If I'm just accomplishing daily goals, I feel a lot better about it than accomplishing big goals. What about? Uh, are you ever? Do you ever want a wife and kids? Um. Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be cool to have. And I'm. Not, I'm just asking. I got a you lot of time though. That's the thing. So like, I'm. How still, old are you? I'm 24, and I got a lot of time oh, left ahead geez, of me. Yeah. And, 
You I'm, suck. I've still got two years left uh, on the first third of my life, so. I got a pair of shorts that's 24. Yeah, exactly. Mm, so. And a pair no, of underwear you that's wear, 27. You wear most of your shorts I got a real too screen. often. Okay, anyhow. I got a real screen video. Never mind. So. Don't mind. Age don't matter. It's not important at this point. Yeah, and uh, so before we end up here, I want to talk real quick. BFO Sykeston, uh, who you got this week? Justin Josie. No, no, who? Not who's going to win. <laughs> I'm talking about who's going to be in the bullfight. Oh, um, DeKevis. DeKevis. Chris. Hey, Kerr, look, West y'all. Uh, DeKevis. Uh, DeKevis Jordan. DeKevis Jordan. Jordan is a bad cat. Now, he's a so very athletic. He's he's raw. He's in the um, is yeah, he good he's kid. got the athletic ability, he's a really but good kid. when it comes to technique, he's raw. But he does a front flip, and he is two feet over the bull. Yeah, I think Roger Mooney said the other night he's got the highest uh, vertical jump of anybody in the BFO. Yep, Dylan Eidelman, Bo Cephas are going to be here too. This is going to be a rank round here in Sydney. Yeah, Bo Cephas, Bo Cephas. Is it two rounds or three? Really, it's going to be two rounds, best on two heads or something. Yeah, but it's on. Uh, it's on Thursday and Friday night. It's Sykeston Boot Hill. Sykeston Boot Hill. JC's Boot Hill yeah. Rodeo. Let me tell you, they've got. Um, it, it, this place is great. I mean, got Medlin's going to be here. I think Friday. This is Midland. my first year in Sykeston too. Right? You've is never really. Been to I've never been to Sykeston. It's wild. You've been it? here a bunch, haven't you? Noble? I've been here. I think seven, at least maybe eight years. Really? Let's see. Two thousand. It's my first year. Me too. Two thousand. No, I've been. Yeah, this is my eighth year. Eighth wow. year here. So it's uh yeah. Anyway, uh, Weston, Weston's coming. Weston, Christopher, Dylan, Eidelman. Wow. Bo Sheath, and the Kevis Jordan and I. That's gonna be a great lineup. It is pretty rank. It's gonna be all hard. those guys are good. It's gonna be hard to win that because every one of you guys is so good. It's yeah. gonna come down to the Bulls. Exactly. But because I mean, that's, but that's so that's how it kind of is in every rodeo event, though, right? So it's all kind of a drawn match with bull riding. Or well, but I feel like that in most rodeo events, you can put together a more even pin of barebacks or bronx or bucking bulls. But like, then if you, you can twenty if you head put, of fighting bulls. Yeah, fighting bulls are because you just don't know um, what you're going to get, and that's one thing that. There's a lot of great bulls. I'm, I'm not knocking any of them, but I mean, you've absolutely got it. You got to draw good, because you can draw a super hot bull and be 84, and not get any any of the action. So, or you can draw some bull that just kind of follows you around, and then everybody loves the bull, and you're 88 points. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all kind of different. It's all just kind of perspective of how you see it, but that's. Well, it's like it, it, I, we were talking about this earlier. Whenever I went to Iowa and we were talking about me wearing a wig, one of the judges come up to me and he's like, "Well, what are we doing here? Are we dressing for a Dr. Seuss concert? Or are we here to fight bulls?" Should have punched him in the stupid mouth. Like, well, here, yeah. dipshit. Why don't you just take your trucking yeah, piece of paper and judge it? And trying to cut shut down the up. F word. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no but, comment. I won't yeah, comment on that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's all just a perspective of how you see it, and that's how bullfights are, and it's always going to be hard to judge bullfights because people fight so differently. You take around to Toby Inman and Weston Rutowski and me, it's just, what style do you like? Yeah. And, you know, the 
the judges are always different. Like you don't. Yeah. Every judge knows what he likes, and uh, you start out sometimes. One of my favorite moves that you have is when you call for the bull backwards and you jump and do the splits backwards. Which, where was that? Better originated in Sydney, no, no. Iowa. Yeah, I know, but where was where was first? that this year? See, now you're where a, was now that? you're an old man. 24. At 24, you're a Vintage veteran, Quattro. and you totally didn't even do it the last night. Where was that? Where well, was I it? I drew that red roan. I knew that if I drew that midget bull or if that one horn, they were going to take it, but that red roan. Little person bull, please. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, agree with, I agree with I agree with Josie in bull. that you can't do every trick on every bull. These like, bulls ain't fresh where they drop their head and come through and these bulls been seen. They've seen some stuff yeah, and they know mean, what's going on. Yeah. I so, mean sometimes I, they get jumped three times in sixty I'm seconds. I'm going with Josie being a guy, even though it's been a long time ago, who has fought a Spanish fighting bull for ninety points. Well, you or, never reversed you ne- what was your big trick? JR, what was your big trick? I didn't Going need a big 90s, trick. throwing his hat and yeah. hitting his chest. Rex and Dunn like had a, a book on how to fight bulls worth $1 million. Do you remember this, Josie? <laughs> Go for it. Is hat- this like the $100 magic no. trick that you no, have? No, it's the $1 million book. <laughs> how to fight bulls. Page one, call for bull. Page yeah. two, take bull in circles. Page three, Throw your hat. That's all you need to know. I didn't need a big was there, trick. Was there a page four about picking up the check? Yeah. My my trick was just me getting out of the arena alive. Yeah. Oh, bullshit. Oh, no. I will delete that off your whatever that thing is. Is that an apple? Your You're MacBook? All right. Well, I want to tell everybody, hey, if you can, if you can make it, let me tell you, this is a great rodeo. Awesome. Sykeston JC Boot Hill Rodeo. Uh, Wednesday night, Morgan Wallen, great young artist, is playing. Um, get this. I'm going to melt your mind, y'all. I'm ready. Thursday night, Sammy Kershaw, Colin Ray, and Aaron Tippin. Damn. That's impressive. So if you like that prime country, if you like that good This is the 90s, queen of my double wide trailer. Absolutely. Aaron Tippin. Yep. The Stars and Stripes. And the Eagles fly. And the Eagles yep. fly. Colin Ray. See me Anyone call Ray. Anyone else would have gone insane. Called the game on account of rain. Let's keep going. What's Anyone else. Anyone else. Anyone but you. Yep. That's Colin All right. Ray. So those guys. And then uh, uh, we've got uh, Jake Owen is Friday night. Jake Owen, and then Not Saturday talking. night Midland, who is going to be awesome. I'm I'm a big uh, Midland fan. So to wrap it up, let's wrap it up. Episode four. Thanks everybody. Really and appreciate all the support. Keep it coming in, and uh, we want to thank Mr. Josie. Yeah. Justin Thank Josie, you thank you. Our first me. guest here. And first ever guest on our chat. Guest ever. And I feel super blessed to be a part of this. Amen, bro. And get on to my Instagram account at Rump Chat. We're going to post pictures of Justin Josie and his van, but check him out at bullfightersonly.com. And I want to end this tonight with a special shout out to one of my heroes, a friend of mine and a friend to you. 
the king of the Cowboys' birthday. Oh, I want to. I'm telling you what. Go I want to end this with a tribute to one of the coolest dudes I have ever met, and I love him to death. He is the man from Marysville, California. To wrap up Rump Chat, I want to say to Mr. Cotton Rosser from Hambone and I and Josie. Revolutionist Cotton, in rodeo. Thank you very much, and happy birthday. Happy you birthday, Cotton. Cotton. For bringing bullfights. FlyingYouRodeo.com, baby. See you all later. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That's the nicest thing that anyone's ever done for me. I may sound double Dutch, but my delight is such. I feel as if a losing war's been won for me. And if I had a flag, I'd hang my flag out to add a sort of flag.